Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, hello, English learners. Welcome back to the podcast. Good to be spending this time with you again. I hope you're ready to practice your English listening and hang out with me for few minutes here today. It's good to be talking with you. So I've got a kind of hopefully a motivational topic planned today because it's something that I've been thinking about a lot. I thought about a lot in the past and I'm hoping that my experience can help you as well. Before I get to that, I want to remind everyone, as I mentioned in the bonus episode, I think it was last week, if you would like to get the transcript for the podcast episodes and support the podcast, the best thing you can do is go to levelupenglish.school and become a member. You can become a level one or level two member, depending on what perks and benefits you want. And you can support the podcast, keep me going and get many benefits as well, such as access to all of the online courses, access to join in future group lessons, live classes, lots of things like that, lots of benefits over there. So if you are looking to level up your English, support the podcast and meet other language learners there, that is the thing to do. So levelupenglish.school and click on join. But okay, so I'll get right into the topic then. Today I wanted to talk about my biggest struggles in language learning. So I kind of was reflecting on this maybe even a couple years ago now and it's been in my notes for a while. I was thinking to myself, what do I struggle with the most in language learning? And of course, that's what I want to focus on more in what I do online and in the podcast because everyone's different, of course, but for most people, for many people, you might be the same as me. You know, you might share my feelings as well. And if not, that's fine. It'd be good to hear your opinions as well. Can you guess what my biggest struggle has been? Not grammar, not listening. It's been self-confidence and belief. So I'm going to get personal in this episode. So when I think about the biggest struggle I have, it's always been in my kind of confidence, in my ability and belief in what I can do. And I've always had this kind of lack of belief that I could achieve my goals and improve. It's been like kind of a, a mental barrier in some way. Barrier means like a wall or a block. And I think this can be seen in phrases that we tell ourselves. So I hear this all the time, such as, I'm not a natural language learner. You know, I don't have the ability to learn a language. Or I have a terrible memory. So we, we say these things to ourselves like, other people are good at languages, but not me. You know, there can sometimes be truth to this. Some, some people are naturally gifted in different areas in life, of course. But I do think more often than not, these are just excuses, right? So we say these things to ourselves to kind of excuse ourselves. Like, yeah, I'm not good, but that's okay. Because it's something out of my control. I can't help it. But I would probably guess that 90% of people think this about themselves even people who you think are gifted language learners. And to be honest, I, 
imagine there are some people who know me who would say, I am good with languages. And I completely disagree. But the reason they might think that is because I've spent a lot of time learning languages. So it's not that I'm gifted, it's just that I put the work in and I'm studying hard to learn them. And I do make a lot of episodes on the podcast based on my experience with this. So a lot of my content here is based around this problem, you might have noticed. You know, I think it's not so difficult to find content about what you should learn. Like, you know, you know what grammar you should learn, you know where to look for vocabulary for the most part. But kind of overcoming these mental barriers is often overlooked in the language learning world. So I kind of wish I made an episode about this, you know, two years ago when I was immersed in Japanese and other languages in the countries, because it was kind of fresh in my mind at that point. Now it's a little bit hard to remember. So I, I kind of wrote a diary, a very brief diary of what I did every day. So I looked back on that last night. I kind of uh, refreshed my memory on the experiences I had, the ups and downs. You know, you could see my feelings going fluctuating each day. Some days I was happy, some days I was sad. They, they, they did fluctuate, they changed up and down. But I'll give you an example of what I mean by this topic. So I'll try to think about some things that happened. So one example is when I was walking in Japan and I walked past other foreigners talking Japanese fluently and confidently, I would always feel very, very small. And I don't really know why. I, well, I think it's just the comparison, right? Like, oh, they're so confident. They sound so good. I bet they didn't work as hard as me. All these kind of negative feelings would come into my head and I was comparing myself to them. And it's not a good feeling. It's not a good place to be in. And, you know, there were also many times where I'd have so much vocabulary, so much language knowledge floating around in my head, but I wasn't able to get them out because I was too afraid that I might say it incorrectly or that the other person wouldn't understand me. And there were many situations where I didn't talk to people because I had this voice in my head like, what if you get it wrong? What if you don't say it correctly? What if there's an embarrassing misunderstanding? And this was something that I was kind of battling with throughout that whole trip. Like every day I would push myself to say something and get over that fear that I might make a mistake. And I think a lot of you can probably relate to this as well. I think this is a common common feeling, right? I remember there was one time specifically where I was actually even recording on my phone um, in my pocket because I wanted to get the audio, although it didn't come out very clearly. But I was walking in the mountains and I saw a man walking towards me. He was just hiking as well. And I decided, okay, I'm going to say something to him. I'm going to say a sentence and... You know, see how it goes. I'm going to push myself out of my comfort zone and say just a random thing that is not, you know, beyond just a hello. So I walked by and I said, wow, beautiful view, isn't it? You know, I said this in Japanese. And at first he kind of went, huh, what? I'm sorry, what do you mean? And he didn't understand me. And I was like, oh no, my worst fear has been realized. <laughs> he didn't understand me. And then I repeated myself and he seemed to understand. He said, oh yeah, really is beautiful. And that was a good feeling. So that kind of tiny, tiny experience 
helped me get over my fear. And I kind of realized, even if he doesn't understand, what's the problem? You know, I'm, ma- I'm, ta- I'm making it way too big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. And to be honest, it was on a mountain. It was outside. There was wind blowing through the trees. Even if I spoke fluently and clearly, he still may not have heard me properly. You know, so my whole trip was kind of built up of things like that, like tiny things that, you know, tiny experiences where I was pushing myself out of my comfort zone, saying things to people that might lead to conversations or they might just kind of have a tiny, tiny interaction like that one. My worst moment, this was my worst part of the trip, and it wasn't really anything to do with me. It was someone else. So I was in Kyoto and I wanted to rent a bicycle to go cycling and I chose one bike rental shop and I was talking to the the lady behind the counter in Japanese. I was trying to order, well, rent a bike in Japanese and I think it went quite well. You know, she was asking me for my address and things like that to write on the on the paper and I was following along. It was a bit difficult but I mostly got the gist of what she was saying and then the manager was walking by in the background and I could hear him going like making these angry noises and then he kind of raised his voice at me and told me that I had to speak in English you know don't speak in Japanese because we can't understand you so he was very rude about it he was the only rude person I've ever met in Japan to be honest and I just spent the whole day feeling horrible even today it feels very sad to think about and he really kind of um, knocked my confidence so experiences like that really don't help you know that was something that really you know it stays in my mind and whenever I speak or whenever I spoke that's something I was afraid that would happen is someone would get mad because I'm not fluent you know most people are not like that of course most people will understand that you are learning and they will be patient with you but this man was very horrible so (laughs) If you're ever in Kyoto and you want to rent a bicycle, let me know and I will tell you not to go to this one. Or maybe, you know, maybe go there and be mean to him. Get revenge for me. (laughs) But okay, maybe I can give you some uh, tips and advice, my experience on how you can overcome self-deprecating thoughts. So overcome means to, uh, you know, get over, to stop being bothered by these problems. Self-deprecating is a negative thought that you have to yourself. Like if you say, I'm so bad, I'm so ugly, these are self-deprecating thoughts. They're putting yourself down. So one of them is just to keep putting yourself out there and change your mindset on how you look at mistakes. Laugh at yourself when you say something a little wrong and be happy, you know, because you're less likely to make that mistake again. I've had many of these where I've said something that doesn't make any sense. People laughed at me and I laughed at myself as well. And, you know, there's no point feeling bad for yourself if it's just a funny, simple mistake. Another one, kind of based on what I said before, is avoid comparison. So don't compare yourself to other people. And there's a reason for this, because in my opinion, you focus on what you don't know. So you will never feel good enough. You know, when you think about your own language knowledge, you focus on the 
how far you have to go until you get fluent. But it's really important to think about everything you already know and everything you've learned already. Focus on what you have done because that's what I think other people do. When other people think about you, they focus on what you have done. You focus on what you have yet to do. So yeah, just think about this. When you think about someone else's language ability, just like in Japan, when I saw that foreigner speaking Japanese really well, to my mind, I was like, wow, he's so good. He's amazing. But in his mind, he was probably, you know, there's a good chance that he was aware of all the things he couldn't say and all the things he had to learn until he got to a really good stage. So don't compare yourself to other people because you always see yourself as worse, or generally you do, and that's often not true. You know, we often think too negatively in this case. So I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Compare yourself to the person you were in the past. Compare yourself to the past version of yourself. See how far you've come, how far you've grown as a person, how, far, how much you've learned as well. This is, I think, a quite healthy thing to do. Another thing is something I repeat a lot as well, is to celebrate the little wins. So when you've had a conversation, for example, you can think, wow, I was able to use that new word I learned yesterday. That's really good. I used it confidently and that added to my conversation. Or maybe, wow, I can't believe that I could understand what they were saying. They're talking about quite a difficult topic and I could understand 90%. I'm so proud of myself. So again, always focus on what you have done. Another thing that has helped me recently is something that I kind of learned from reading a book about Stoicism, Stoic philosophy. This is the ancient Greek philosophers. And this is the idea that you have the life that other people dream of having. So some people would really envy your ability to speak English. And this is just the idea that, you know, no matter how good you are at English, there's always people worse than you. And it's not kind of making fun of them, of course, but it's thinking some people would really love to be in my position. I'm so lucky to have the knowledge that I do in this language because some people would really want to be here. And in addition to that, maybe at some point in the past, you would have as well. So again, going back to thinking about the past version of yourself, at some point, you would have said, wow, I really, you know, let, let's say, imagine you are uh, now, you're 25, right? And your 18-year-old self would say, wow, I really wish I had the knowledge, the English knowledge of 25-year-old me. You know, right now, you're much better, probably, than you were in the past. And the past version of yourself would be very jealous of you now. <laughs> I think I explained it quite badly, but I hope that makes sense. Maybe my last thing that you could try to kind of get over these limiting beliefs is to imagine your future self. Kind of think about what kind of person, what kind of ability you want to have in the future. Keep that picture in mind all the time and it will kind of keep you on track to becoming that person. And I find it really motivating as well because 
learning a language is not just something you do every day, a little bit of study every day. I think if you think about the big picture, if you reach your goals, say you speak English fluently, how will your life be different? What kind of things will it allow you to do? And how will you change? You know, what kind of person will you be? So if you constantly strive and try to get to that point, think about that kind of person. That kind of person would never be self-deprecating, right? Like the perfect version of your future self. They wouldn't focus on what they don't know, you know? They would focus on what they've done. They would focus on looking forward. So try to look forward, try to keep that mindset. And I think that's a really good way to avoid self-deprecating thoughts. One more thing that has just come to my mind while I've been speaking is it should be fun, right? I always say this, language learning should be fun. And I think it's very easy to have these self-deprecating negative thoughts, limiting beliefs, because we take it too seriously, right? Language learning should be fun. You know, life isn't so long. We should have fun with our languages, enjoy the benefits of knowing another language, and experiment, you know? You can probably tell by my stories today, but my big mistake in the past, and still now in some way, is that I make everything so serious. You know, and all my best memories with language learning has been when it's been fun. You know, just little memories. Like one thing that I read when I was looking through my travel journal is I went to a bar with some with some guy that I met, like a friend, and I wanted to try to order the drinks in Japanese. And I didn't really know what one of the words was. So I looked it up in a dictionary and I found out it was the word homemade. It was homemade Japanese wine. Oh, that sounds nice. So I went to the bar and I kind of ordered this and I kept getting it wrong. I was like, is this right? Is this word right? And the person behind the bar was like, kind of smiling and laughing and helping me with the word as well. It's a very simple memory, again, but I remember it being very fun. You know, we had a lot of fun and I'll never forget the word for homemade Japanese wine. You know, that was stuck in my head forever because it was a fun memory. <laughs> so there's probably different ways you could do this, but basically just try not to be so serious. It's not the end of the world if things go wrong. Be lighthearted about everything. And if I could go back to that bike rental place in Kyoto, I try to be lighthearted. I'd like laugh at myself and maybe make a joke. I think that would be a much better experience than going away and being grumpy all day, you know? But okay, so I was just kind of letting my thoughts flow out today, sharing my opinions. I hope it made some sense and I hope you got some value from this. If you did, let me know. Or even better, if you have something to share, you have some experience that I don't have, I would love to hear that as well because I'm not, of course, this all-knowledgeable person. So I'm still learning, just like you guys. And if you have any tips for me or for other listeners, head over to the show notes page, which is levelupenglish.school slash podcast 96. And leave a comment at the bottom. I'd love to hear your ideas. Additionally, if you have any questions for the podcast, I have a kind of a brand new podcast page, which is the same website, levelupenglish.school slash podcast. 
Further down the page, you will see a area where you can ask audio or written questions. And I will answer any question you have on a future episode. I think that's much more interesting than me rambling, isn't it? <laughs> okay, let's finish up here. I want to end today looking at two podcast reviews and then a quote from my Instagram page. And by the way, I have made it even easier to leave a podcast review now. I know it's a little bit of a pain, but it really, really does help me. So if you go to that page, uh, Level Up English podcast page, there is a button that says leave a review. If you click that button, you will be taken to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and you can just write a review or just leave some stars. I'd really appreciate it because it helps the podcast be seen by more people. But anyway, I have two. So one from Ukraine and this person said, great podcast. Maybe in the future you can negotiate sponsorship with Coca-Cola or Pepsi, <laughs> PlayStation, Xbox, SpaceX. I'm not sure SpaceX would sponsor me. And they said, and with their support, you will be able to forget about money and focus on making people fluent in English. We live in the best time ever. Thank you for making our world better by facilitating communication between people around the planet. And this was by Denver Papa. So thank you very much for that kind review. It's kind of fun. I don't know if you were serious. I don't think SpaceX would ever sponsor Level Up English. But I do appreciate your thoughts about me making money. To be honest, I'm not so comfortable with having sponsors like that. You know, in the past, I've worked with italki. And that's great because I really love italki. And I think it can help you guys too. But for example, Pepsi or Coca-Cola. I don't like Coca-Cola. I hate it. And I don't think it has anything, you know, there's no connection to language learning at all. So it's kind of been my philosophy right from the beginning to only share things with you that I think would help you. And now, as I said at the beginning, I'm going to be talking about my Level Up English membership. And this, I think, is a really good way of me talking about something I care about, giving some more content to you. So as you said, focus on making people fluent. This is my way of helping get you guys fluent and... It's also your, a chance for you to support the podcast and keep me going in the future. So that's my plan. I hope that is a good one for everyone. And again, there's no, uh, no obligation to support. If you want to listen without supporting, that is also completely fine. Okay, one more simple review from Garda. I think Garda, perhaps. Garda G-O. And they said... Thank you very much. You are the best teacher ever. I am from Saudi Arabia. So thank you very much. That's kind of you. I appreciate it. And to end today's episode, I am going to go to my Level Up English Instagram page and give you one quote, something I like to do. This one is an older one I posted last year and it's about learning in general. But of course, it can be related to learning English. So this is from Sarah Caldwee, and she said, learn everything you can, anytime you can, from anyone you can. There will always come a time when you will be grateful you did. Okay, thank you very much for listening. 
Hope you enjoyed it and I'll see you next week for a very fun and special conversation. Bye for now. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.